Hello, hello, and welcome welcome to episode 209 of Soundwave. I'm your host, Matt. Join us co-host, Carlos. I'm here. Happy Halloween, everybody. It is actually Halloween today. It is. It is. We're recording and releasing on Halloween. That we are. Uh, I forgot we did have a Halloween intro at one time, didn't we? We've had a couple of intros. This, oh, it was the This Is Halloween. This, Yeah, I don't know. It's somewhere on my computer somewhere. But happy Halloween, everybody. How you been, bud? Doing all right. Doing all right. Yeah, it's nothing uh, too thrilling. Nothing exciting. October, it's already over. Winter's upon us. Yeah, no, <laughs> October went by fast. Very much so. Did you watch any horror movies this summer? This uh, October, not summer. <laughs> uh, no, no. Uh, I keep wanting to get pick up Shutter, but it's like one of those things. Like I just, I need like time to actually pick it up and like focus on that for an evening. There's Instead a, of like uh, be drinking for the day and then they get back and just like yeah after that I'm like well I don't really want to watch anything I just want to yeah I, <laughs> the uh, I don't want to watch anything anxiety inducing I I want to relax for now I got AMC Plus because uh, me and mom were tired of commercials and stuff and I don't want to download the things because then I have to figure out how to play it at my parents' house so I got AMC Plus uh, so me and mom can watch Walking Dead and that comes with Shutter so I've just been binging the hell out of Shutter all October it's been pretty great. Uh, me and my friend Krista Smith also have been uh, writing up little reviews and stuff of different horror movies every single day. I think I did like five and recorded two videos, so that was kind of fun. And like I might, maybe I'll pick it up today. Uh, it depends on what I'm going to be doing this evening. Yeah, there's a lot of cool stuff on there. That Creep Show show is kind of cheesy, but pretty great. And I think it has they have Psycho Gorman on there. That's like a that's a terrible movie, or like a Psycho like Gorman. so that's like a. Uh, I don't know how to describe that movie. It's... <laughs> have you seen it before? Or no? no, I have not. But like I've seen the trailers, and it's basically a really uh, like a throwback to old, really cheesy monster movies. Uh, twenty twenty, eh? Yeah. Oh, geez, yeah, that does look cheesy as fuck. <laughs> Psycho Gorman, after unearthing a gem that controls the evil monster looking to destroy the universe, a young girl and her brother use it to make him do their bidding. Hmm. <laughs> Yeah, there's a. So I, I want to watch that. Poster is pretty sweet. Oh, actually. yeah, it's pretty sweet. <laughs> yeah, definitely a throwback to classic stuff. Yeah, it's got a six point three. I'd watch it. I should check it out. Yeah, the. Uh, I just, so many things I've been watching on there. The probably my favorite one I watched was Society, and uh, I can't explain to you what that was either. It came out in nineteen eighty nine, very eighties. But the, uh, the uh, what do you call it? The prosthetics and the special effects were so damn cool and really awesome. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, maybe maybe tonight I'll just have my laptop out, play a video game, and then like have on the screen, have a shutter play something. Yeah. No, yeah, there's so much shit on there, too. With AMC Plus, they already have a whole bunch of stuff, and then all of a sudden shutters on there, too, and it's like, I just have horror movies galore to watch. So uh, I picked up a Paramount Plus uh, subscription yep. where I was on the trial, mm-hmm. and then I tried to... And it was a disaster trying to use their app. So, oh like, god, yeah, their so, their so, interface. So is I canceled terrible. it. Terrible. But I so I canceled that because I just could not use it because yep. it couldn't even load a video. Oh really? That's yeah, bad. I, I couldn't on, use it on yeah. the TV. And if if I can't use it on my t- on my PS4 on, for the TV, oh, what's the purpose? I don't want to have to yeah. watch everything on my laptop. Yeah, I don't have any problems on my uh, my uh, the Amazon Fire Stick I have, but when I try and go on the computer, it messes up every now and then yeah their interface is terrible same with prime interface on the the thing like that yeah but for the ps4 it was utterly unusable oh that's a bummer so uh, but i did end up watching all of lord x isn't it amazing it was absolutely amazing it, i had a lot of fun it's got the 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 greatness of classic star trek and then it's got like tongue-in-cheek silly jokes and stuff and adult humor and like uh, the comedy it, it, it's 
like it has humor in there, mm-hmm. but like it's not like a, a joke show like Family Guy. What, it it's, was the uh, the last season, like the second to last episode, or it was the last episode. That one brought me to tears. It was it was an emotional episode. Uh, they've been doing such a cool job with that. I'm trying to remember which one the second to last one. Was. I, I'm trying to remember what it was too because I watched it and I was like, wait, this is the finale. It was oh, the, oh, the finale. finale. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, that one. Yeah, yeah, that was a really good episode. Just all the layers to it. They did such a cool job. Because like the second to last one was like. Three ships, except it was in Klingon. For when they oh, that was really cool. Like, this is the day in the life of the Lower Decks in here, in this one. Yeah, to see, like, other ships. I thought. And even the Vulcan one, where she's like, fine, I'm done with you then. I hope she becomes a character later well, on uh, in the series. Well, it wasn't so much she's done with you, it just, like, she's she was even more passive-aggressive. Yeah. <laughs> oh, so good. Yeah, that was... The, the, uh, the things you don't see in normal Star Trek are in there, and they even work well with the universes. I love all the cameos throughout it, of all the different, like, famous people that have been in all the shows. Even Q, I think, at some point. In yeah, it. yeah, John Lancey was... Uh, he popped up in first season or early second season it was well, somewhere think, in there yeah yeah but i think it was first season and then jonathan frakes like yeah. boy boymer gets to be on there it's too intense for him he gets happy to go back to the cerritos oh, it's so good everything about it. and then i think uh, who plays uh ran uh room not rumor um uh, Ransom. It's uh, oh, yeah, Jerry it's a, O'Connell, yeah. I think, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. And it, it, I can't even tell it's him when he's talking as no, a character it, and stuff. It, it was crazy. <laughs> like, oh, my God. Is that really him? Yeah. Then the the Hawaii episode or whatever. <laughs> yeah, I'm from Hawaii. I'm the, from uh, Hawaii. the podcasters for Greatest Gen got to do go to the premiere screening oh, for really? uh, the second season. That's pretty cool. So, like, all the, those guys were there, and it was, it was pretty great, it sounded like. Oh, yeah. They had some fun stories. So, yeah, if you, if you want to check it out, Lower Decks, is, it's the animated uh, series that's they made out uh the new one just released their first episodes to the prodigy actual like nickelodeon one which i'm not a, it, watching it it just reminds me of clone wars the same animation mm-hmm. style and everything just i guess that's what kids really really love nowadays but uh no oh, it's like an animation style at least like, yeah the, the so style of it so that just makes me feel automatically like i'm watching star wars and it's just weirdness where it's not quite well, Star also, Trek. also like you're not necessarily the uh the target audience, yeah, I know. Yeah. I just got a text that apparently I'm not getting food from Main Street just because they're closed. Oh. They're so never. That, I thought they were open on Sundays. Oh, whatever. Um, well, they'll find somewhere else to eat and give you food. <laughs> no, I don't think I want the food from the other place. Oh, okay, okay. Uh, anyway, let's get into the music. What have you been listening to, bud? Let's see. So, I was listening to Brandy Carlisle's uh, album that came out this year, In These Silent Days. It's so good. Yeah, I, I really was enjoying it. So here's a off of it. Here's right on time.
beautiful. She just sang both those on uh, Saturday Night Live last weekend, and it's amazing. The one you're playing next to, she sang on that. And her concert tickets just went on sale, and I bought some, and I'm bringing my mom with me. So oh, boy. Me and mom are going to see Brandy. I'm pretty excited. <laughs> she, does ha- she does have some mom songs in there oh, on d- this album. Seriously, and it, uh, just in general. So Brandy Carlisle is so freaking amazing. Well, like, was, isn't it like one of the songs literally called Werewolf Mom? Yeah, just, yeah, yeah. And then uh, the other one's all about yeah. uh, her singing about her baby, basically. Yeah. So, yeah. So, and here's, uh, off the same album, here's Broken Horses. God, this is so good. I've only ever seen her once, but she's one of the few people that like brought me to tears the entire show. Just the sound, the wall of sound she can create with her voice and her band is absolutely amazing. So I'm really excited to go to that with my mom. Actually, she's gonna be blown away. Yeah, cool. Uh, what do I got? Uh, my friend Robbie sent this one to me. Uh, I haven't listened to the album yet. I listened to a couple of them. It's kind of cool. It's kind of like the Japan Droids. Uh, not as I don't know, but uh, the the band is called Bass Drum of Death. And uh, the song is called Crawling After You. drawn out the sound doesn't really change much but yeah the drive is really cool uh the next one was the episode before the season finale of uh what do you call it uh what we do in the shadows actually two episodes before uh nandor joins a he leaves the house and joins a uh a jazzercise thing that are bunch filled with a bunch of vampires and it's totally 100% 80s and uh they think that you can uh, uh take your vampireness away from you and their goal is to be able to go see the sun eventually <laughs> <laughs> I, i'm already picturing how this goes yeah he cuts his hair and it's totally feathery like an 80s thing the shortest shorts you've ever seen uh what is the song they sing uh bare naked ladies uh 
like one of the bare naked ladies song that's like the song they sing all together like that's their happy song and when he they try and take him from the death cult basically he's like you know what i feel guillermo and he starts singing the fucking smashing or whatever song that i, that I can't remember what it is right now but uh the show and i did this was a real I, something about this episode just hit me so hard and it was so cool uh what we do in the shadows if you haven't seen it it's a vampire mockumentary i was dressed up as laszlo uh when he leaves the house and moves to pennsylvania to buy a bar that was my costume yesterday jackie daytona real life bartender one person got it and it just felt good felt good while i was stateside otherwise i explained it to everybody but uh this was the last song i don't i don't know anything about this i've tried to do research i can't find anything uh it's the album's called vintage radio uh 1980s uh the song is called sos it's by timothy fleet and wayne murray uh it's a compilation of a bunch of people doing 80s sounding songs basically and it'd be like you're listening to the radio uh and like i said i can't find anything on it uh i kind of half hope this is actually from the 80s but i don't think it is uh but the song's called sos after they end that episode it just like hits home and it's really cool so this is called sos by timothy fleet on the vintage radio 1980s The song's only two minutes and 30 seconds, and I want it to go on for like seven minutes because, yeah, I don't listen to that again, it just brings me back to the episode. It's so good, so uh, check it out. Uh, anything else? No, no, I, I was just looking up that song also, just to see, like, I was like, oh, searching for that song. One of the few things that come up is like a Reddit post of like, what is this song? Yeah, from, is there anything on? Or they're just asking what the song yeah, is. Yeah, no, was the, they got like the they got the name of it. it was and SLS. like, I'm trying to find the uh, like a wiki of like just talking about who this guy is and everything because it's only that. And then I finally found it on Apple Music and it's this album. But yeah, there's not a lot because uh, KPM uh, Vintage Radio 1980s. And then you look up KPM, and that used to be an actual record label at one time, and for radio, I think. And uh, yeah, so I don't really know. And then you can, there's nothing you can really track down about it. But I love that song to death. It's really fucking cool. And the rest of the album has some really cool songs that same kind of feel and everything. So yeah, is it new? Is it old? I will. I don't know. I can't tell you. Can't. I can't tell you anything. Looks so. like 2020 was when okay. it came out. And then yeah, but then uh, like, is that a various artist thing that they just? Yeah, I don't even know if it was full album or if it was just like a, a couple songs that was like. No, yeah, the the the, the, the uh, you, you can see the cover, I assume, there too. It looks like. Oops, not that. I was listening to that last night. That's what it is. K KPM. Yep. And then there, there's a whole bunch of songs on it. There's 14 songs, 40 minutes long, and I don't recognize any of the names on there. Kevin Gallagher is one that has a few of them on there. Otherwise, Timothy Fleet has a couple. Yeah. So, yeah. If you know anything about it, let me know, because I want to know more. Let's go into the music news.
All right, let's see how well I did at 3.30 in the morning last night. Uh, in anticipation of what would have been David Bowie's 57th birthday, the David Bowie estate has announced the launch of Bowie 75, described as being a year-long celebration too ex experiential. Yeah, it's not it's experimental. It's experiential. Pop-up shows will open in London and New York. Doors open October 25th through late January. The pop-ups will feature immersive and spatial 360 reality audio, HD screening rooms, and unseen behind-the-scene footage and uh, gallery installations. The shops will also host exclusive merchandise plus limited run on LPs and CDs. I'm always bummed because it's always London and New York. That's where all these things are all the time. It could be a sweet touring thing, like why doesn't the, the, the walker or something host it? I don't know, but yeah, it's cool. Oh, I watched this trailer last night. Pretty excited. It looks pretty cool. Uh, Peter Jackson has released the first official trailer for the highly anticipated documentary, uh, The Beatles Get Back. Uh, it'll be released in three two-hour episodes on Disney+, Plus starting November 25th. Uh, Get Back compiles over 60 hours of never-before-seen never footage. The original film footage was captured by Let It Be director Michael Lindsay Hogg uh, in January of that year. I think it was like 68 or 67. And it has been locked away in a vault ever since. The six-hour film finds the Beatles writing and recording in studio, as well as preparing for their first live concert in over two years, which is on top of the Abbey Road studio. And uh, that was also their last performance ever. Uh, it also includes the Beatles' iconic... Yeah, there we go, rooftop performance. There you go. Shown in its entirety for the first time, the concert marked their last live performance as a band. So yeah. So it includes the full yeah, concert because it's only ever been three songs that you got, and I just always thought it was just them going on the roof and playing three songs. But I guess yeah, there's a full concert. We might be surprised that oh. it's only one more song, but <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, they haven't released much, but the trailer looks pretty cool. It looks really intimate. It's them and like I guess George Harrison leaves in the middle of recording the album. He quits the band, comes back together to finish it up and do the show. And yeah, that was the last the last thing they ever did. So yeah, get back. So it it it's a yeah, it's a good album. So yeah. Oh, I forgot to load these. Let's see here. Jack White has released uh, a song that is featured in the trailer for the video game Call of Duty Vanguard. White produced the single at Third Man Studios in Nashville, as well as a stripped-back version called Take Me Back Gently. Here is a bit of that. Let's see how well it loads. Was this for Battlefield or Call of Duty? Call of Duty Vanguard. Yeah, it's a, that must be... In, I don't really... There's so many different Call of Duty. Well, because like one of his songs... Uh, Seven Nation Army had a cover used for a battlefield. Oh, okay. No, yeah, I guess this was a brand new one, and it's in the Vanguard thing or something. What, does he play these video games? Is that why? Or do you think no. they just give him millions of dollars and be like, hey, we well, want to use the, your the, the, In Battlefield's case, it was a cover of oh, the okay. Army. Yeah, that, this just came out October And it doesn't 18th, sound like a thing like I'd want to be listening to while playing a shoot the, the The video game footage that they have playing in the background fits pretty cool. But yeah, it's just weird that, yeah, and it's on his own page. Jack White, take me back, Call of Duty Vanguard lyrics video. 
Uh, but here's the stripped down version, which I was like, wow, I didn't know it was going to actually be like that stripped down. It's pretty cool. Uh, so here's that. When I'm down on the floor, you'll see that no one <laughs> Carlos just looks at me, huh? Well, breaking my back. Yes, I'm breaking my back when you drop the mail off to me. Make us both comfy, are you? So I thought that was pretty cool, actually. I would, I was taken aback by uh, not the the complete difference of that. I think it'd be really cool if he did a whole album that was kind of like the first song and then a second half of the album, kind of like uh, Saint Vincent did, you know, mm -hmm. where it was that and that. So like I, I have to say though, that second version of that song is what I'd actually prefer. Oh yeah, same here. I'd same rather here. be shooting up to that because it's like, yeah, this doesn't really matter. That's why it's fun. <laughs> well, and also be able to pay attention to more things if I'm listening to that. If I'm listening to the other thing, I'll just be like, shit, there's something around every corner. But uh, yeah, that's Jack White's new song. But the other one, it's like, oh, this is like, a, like I'm shooting up a bunch of people, and it's like it's in, uh, <laughs> like it's, uh, oh shoot, what's the name of that movie? The uh, Gardens of Galaxy. Oh Whereas yeah, it's, yeah, it's definitely, just like definitely. Some like unrelated music yep, going on. Yep, very true, very true. So yeah, I'm sure. Well, they also have a new song that they've been playing on the current for a while too. But yeah, this one just came up when I was doing some research. Yeah. But so I'm sure Jack will be coming out with a new album here soon. But yeah, I thought I'd just play that because the two differences are probably kind of fun. Uh, I don't understand why this is in the works, but a new movie about Ozzy and Sharon Osbourne is in the works. The Osbournes' children's Amy and Jack will also produce it via the Osbourne Media. Uh, in a statement with Variety, Sharon Osbourne said, Our relationship at times was often, often wild, insane, and dangerous, but it was our undying love that kept us together. We're thrilled to be a partner with Sony Pictures and Polygram to bring our story to the screen. Lee Hall, the writer for Elton John's Rocket Man, is uh, drafting the script. Uh, in addition, the film will feature songs from Black Sabbath and also Ozzy's solo career. So that's the thing that's I, when I when I was reading that I'm like is this just gonna be like a lifetime movie type of thing or is it actually gonna kind of, I mean Rocket Man won a bunch of Oscars so I'm guessing you know it's probably gonna be pretty big. Um, let me get this one queued up too. And pause. Pause. There we go. The weekend appears on a new song from Swedish House Mafia called Moth to the Flame. Along with the single, Swedish House Mafia have announced a 2022 tour. Swedish House Mafia, one of the biggest names in EDM, broke up in 2013. The group eventually reconvened for a massive 2018 performance at Ultra Music Festival in Miami and a documentary to follow that. Uh, I went online to try and uh, see, because I was like, Dear Child's one of my favorite songs. It's really good. But I'm like, I'm not spending $300 on a seat at the XL Center to see that bullshit. Uh, sure, they're a huge band, but it's whatever. And uh, But yeah, that, I also found out, so they broke up in 2013, and they only started in 2008, and they became the top of all EDM at the time. <laughs> and uh, yeah, so that, yeah, that massive 2018. The documentary is actually really cool about the band, and the performance for that show is really cool as well. But yeah, I don't need, I'm hoping they're going to just come to Bonnaroo, because they're doing Coachella. But who knows, I'd Bonnaroo want to shell out that much. 
But uh, earlier this year, Swedish Chef Mafia officially reunited and announced their signing to Republic Records and the group's formal debut album, Paradise Again, is due next year. So yeah, they don't even have a full album, like an actual real album. They just have like a compilation of a bunch of singles that came out, and I never knew that either. When I was reading this, it was like, wait, they're one of the biggest names in EDM that broke up, and now they're coming back together, and they finally have a debut album? Interesting. Oh, you can do that with EDM. That's true. That's true. You can. All it takes is that one big hit, and then you're on top of the world. But, uh, anyway, here is a clip of The weekend and Swedish House Mafia's new song, uh, Moth to the Flame. And Gotta have your yeah. drop in there. Yeah, so gotta like have your drop. So yeah, it sounds all right. Uh, yeah. So do you have this? Like, I have this issue where I can't stand it when a, a, a band will have like too many remixes of their same so- oh, one okay. song. Oh, yeah. Just that's probably gonna happen with this. Is that what you're? you're yeah, saying? like or, or, or like <laughs> so you just get bombarded with remixes. Like, yeah, like the Dear Child. There's the remake of it, but then they have their EP that has like 15 different versions of the exact like, same you, thing. This happens a lot more with EDM music. Oh, yeah. But like, take oh, yeah. uh, like uh, what's that? The, that there's an Alec, Alec, Alice DJ song that became really, really popular. Okay. And then it has like a thousand different remixes. It's like, why? Yeah, why? Why? This but, is like, this is now you're just not helping anything. The one that Passion Pit, or no, it was Tegan and Sarah. They had Alligator and they let a whole bunch of bands take that and redo it. So, I mean, it's kind of fun at the same time. But also, I don't want 40 versions of this Alligator song by different people. And like, there's only one that's good on there. If it's like a new recording, that's fine. But like, if it's just a full on, re- yeah, like right? somebody is like mixing it up differently, yeah, it's like, yeah. this is. Like, yeah, I don't I, get into it too often either. Uh, but yeah, that's definitely going to happen. Uh, so, I was right about that one. Um, what was it? Uh, 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 I played it when it first came out. The L King and Miranda Lampert. I, I'm drunk and I don't want to go home. The bartender song. Yeah. I played that and I'm like, this is going to be the big summer hit. Oh yeah, it's almost every shift. I hear it three or four times for the past three months. I'm guessing this one's going to be on that list as well. I'm pretty happy I did get the L King one right though. I'm like, yep, that's going to be the summer anthem. And you know what? Yep, I still hear it about two times a shift. Uh, and finally in the news. Uh, the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, I always like to cover it because it's kind of fun. Uh, it happened this past weekend, or just yesterday, basically. Uh, Tina Turner was inducted as a solo artist. She was uh, first inducted with Ike in 1991, uh, which I thought was weird that she wasn't already, but that's kind of cool. She was introduced by Angela Bassett for the ceremony. Uh, her and Carl, her and Keith Urban performed It's Only Love. Country artist Mikey Guyton played the iconic song What's Love Got to Do With It and Christina Aguilera covered River Deep Mountain High, which I'm kind of intrigued to see what that's like. The Go-Go's were also inducted. Uh, The band accepted the honor from Drew Barrymore. During her induction speech, Barrymore called the Go-Go's her heroes before wrapping herself in a towel and applying facial cream to recreate the cover, the look of the cover of Beauty and the Beat. Go-Go's then came on to perform Vacation, Our Lips Are Sealed, and We Got the Beat. 
Foo Fighters were the final musicians to take the stage at the ceremony. Uh, the band was introduced by Paul McCartney and then performed The Best of You, My Hero, uh, Everlong. And after their own acceptance speech, Foo Fighters played the Beatles' Get Back with Paul McCartney. So that's pretty cool. So yeah, because like Dave Grohl is now friends with Paul McCartney. Oh, of just... course. He's friends with everybody. Well, it's, it's like uh, <laughs> he talked about like a, a talk show once about like, oh, Paul, Paul's coming over with his wife. Uh, <laughs> hide all the Beatles stuff. <laughs> Oh my god, that has to be so, that's one hundred percent true. Dave Grohl is so fucking genuine, uh, and then also Carol King, Jay Z, Todd Rundgren were also part of the twenty twenty one rock class uh, ceremony. Also honored Randy Rhodes, Billy Preston, and LL Cool J with Musical Excellence Award. Kraftwerk, Gil Scott Heron, and Charlie Patton were also early influencers awards. So another another year in the books. Uh, Kraft, so Kraftwerk got in there. Yeah, and that's the early. Inf- I'm I'm sure they're already in there. But yeah, this is so early influencers, so that must mean early for like dance music and stuff like that, or art and whatever you want to call it. And Gil Scott Heron was like right at the beginning of the the uh, the bluesy. Yeah, he's just cool as fuck. Uh, but yeah, that's that's my news. So yeah, let's uh, go into our weekly theme. Welcome to the weekly theme. The theme this week, well, it's Halloween, duh, so it's spooky songs. Uh, relatively simple. Uh, every year we try and do something Halloween-related. Uh, name it different, do something different. I don't know. It's pretty cool, though. Carlos had one. Uh, the Current was doing uh, uh, their Halloween special last night, which I thought was kind of fun listening to when I was driving back from the movie. Went to go see Scream, and uh, one of his songs came up, so I'm like, were you listening to The Current last night? Uh, it was really cool. They had... It's kind of silly. They had those like a weird reverb on the DJ and stuff, and like telling weird stories and everything. And somebody requests this song. And that then, sounds really good. I kind of wish I had that. On. It was it was it was fun and cheesy, and I was like, I don't, I yeah. It was, so yeah, cool. Uh, anyway, yes, good spooky songs. Uh, this one you're about to play. Yeah, when she released this, I was like, huh? <laughs> yeah, it's pretty creepy, but it's really good too. Uh, so yeah, go ahead. Start it out with our spooky Halloween-themed weekly theme. Yeah, so I'm going to kick us off with somebody with a spooky name, <laughs> Regina Spector. Yeah, that too, that too. Uh, but like, uh, this is uh, All the Rowboats from her uh, album, I think it was 2018, something like that. 2012. Like, 2012, Jesus. Yeah, it's been quite a while. <laughs> so... And like it has like this whole very like uh, creepy atmosphere to it, mm-hmm. but like it, it, but like lyric wise, it's not too uh, no, creepy, yeah. But also the music video isn't it all based in like a I painting? Not, I, I didn't watch the. Music I'm pretty video. sure it's all based in a painting, and it's really creepy. And well, stuff it, too. Uh, the lyrics are sound like a lot like uh, talking about like a museum, but yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. But mainly, I picked this out uh, the song because of the atmosphere. Mm-hmm, definitely. So here's all the rowboats from Regina Spector. Lights out, then there's lockup. Masterpieces serving maximum sentences. It's their own fault for being timeless. There's a price to pay and a consequence. All the galleries, the museums, here's your ticket. Welcome to the tombs. They're just public mausoleums.
I think the lyrics are kind of creepy too. Oh yeah, they are. It's yeah, like you said, it's a the, little bit the atmosphere of the song. Like, like the, the lyrics make it creepy for if you're something that's gonna be in a museum and locked up. All yeah, yeah. that. But yeah, I guess if it was a completely different sound, the lyrics wouldn't be creepy at all. Right. So yeah, it's just yeah, good spatial spooky song for sure. Uh, what's my first one? Oh, Nine Inch Nails, Dead Souls from the Crow soundtrack. Uh, I just love this song. It's it's creepy. It's cool. Uh, it's a Joy Division cover, and I'd like it better than the Joy Division version, actually. But uh, from the movie The Crow, this is Nine Inch Nails with Dead Souls. <laughs> I mean, the Joy Division song is creepy. Version is creepier than that one, but I just love that version way more. All right. So my next one is one I saw on Reddit for the. Uh, it was just I was just stream going scrolling on Reddit, and I saw this like it was a very bad quality because apparently they didn't have, have uh, the rights to release the music video for this one. This is from Doctor Jazzy Jeff and the Fresh Prince, and it's called A Nightmare on My Street. <laughs> and uh, so it is on DJ Jazzy Jeff's uh, v- v- Vivo on YouTube right now. So it is the actual normal quality. But uh, the music video is fucking great. Yeah, well. I had to like I had uh, it was terrible quality. The one mm-hmm. it was like it was clearly on a VHS tape that was done <laughs> over and over. And, but and then I found, it was the eighties, and, and everything. then I went on uh, YouTube and was able to find like a better quality yeah. one. Not great, but still the eighties. But uh, yeah, I did. This is the one that I was was on when I came out of the movie yesterday. So I was like, "Did you listen to it?" So yeah. So here's a nightmare on, on my, my street. So was sweat and man, I was bugging. I checked the clock and it stopped at 12:30. It had melted. It was so darn hot and I was thirsty. I wanted something cool to quench my thirst. I thought to myself, Yo, this heat is the worst. But when I got downstairs, I noticed something was wrong. I was home all alone, but the TV was on. I thought nothing of it as I grabbed the remote. I pushed the power button and then I almost choked when I heard this awful voice coming from behind. It said. Man, I ain't even wait to see who it was Broke outside in my drawers and screamed so long Cause got halfway up the block I calmed down and stopped screaming And thought, oh I get it, I must be dreaming I strolled back home with a grin on my grill I figured since this is a dream, I might as well get ill I walked in the house, the big bad fresh prince But Freddy killed all that noise real quick He grabbed me by my neck and said Here's what we'll do, we got a lot of work here Me and you, the souls of your friends 
said, yo, Fred, I think you got me all wrong. I ain't partners with nobody with nails that long. Look, I'll be honest, man, this team won't work. The girls won't be on you, Fred, your face is all burned. Fred got mad and his head started steaming. But I thought, what the hell, I'm only dreaming. I said, please leave, Fred, so I can get some sleep. But give me a call, man, maybe we'll hang out next week. The shoulder said thanks for stopping by Then I opened up the door and said Take care guy He got mad, drew back his arm And slashed my shirt I laughed at first and thought Hold up, that hurts uh, I like that the Because they can't have Freddy Krueger in there Or whatever they, yeah. he, he has uh, what uh, uh, Needles from the uh, record player As his uh blades it's pretty funny. so yeah apparently they weren't supposed to release that music video it was like what I was yeah i didn't gathering. read the disclaimer at the very beginning of it there's something about we're not affiliated or something with that but yeah that would have been great if they would have actually because all the the nightmare on elm streets gets so freaking cheesy at the end that would have been so perfect for it uh but yeah and i when i first was listening i'm like wait that's that's will smith i didn't realize that's will smith cool <laughs> uh my next one is by classic four uh and it's spooky Your classic, classic four song, Spooky. What you got? Yeah, I, I have to say Spooky is one of my favorite Halloween type songs. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, So my next one is from Billie Eilish because basically almost all her songs like hit that, uh, go for that uh, creep show territory. I haven't listened to much of her new one at all yet. Which, uh, I don't think I've listened to her new one. Which seems completely opposite of this last one. So Maybe. I don't know. But yeah, this so, is terrifying. So this is Bury a Friend from Billie Eilish. What do you want from me? Why don't you run from me? What are you wondering? Why do you know? Why aren't you scared of me? Why do you care for me? When we all fall asleep, where do we go? Listen. Keep you in the dark. What had you expected? Me to make you my art and make you a star and get you connected. I'll meet you in the park. I'll be calm and collected But we knew right from the start That you'd fall apart Cause I'm too expensive Your talk would be something That shouldn't be said out loud Honestly, I thought that I would be Dead by now Calling security Keeping my head held down Bury the hatchet Or bury your friend right now The debt I owe Gotta sell my soul Cause I can't say no No, I can't say no Then my limbs God, the visuals in that music video are so freaking cool. Yeah, hell yeah. Uh, my next one is by Typo Negative. 
uh, I was watching what we do. I still I know what you did last summer, and uh, the opening song starts playing, and I hear the guitar, and I'm like, wait a minute, what the hell? This is typo negative. Uh, so it's their cover of Summer Breeze, and isn't it? Uh, is that Seals and Croft, or is it Crosby, Stills and Nash that's oh. saying it? Summer Breeze makes me feel fine. I think it's Seals and Croft. Is it one of the? Well, whoever it is, I I, I heard the beat, the guitar, and I'm like, what the hell? So uh, this is the creepy version of Summer Breeze by Typo Negative. Cool version. So yeah, uh, it was Seals and Cross. It is okay. Cool. Yeah, uh, it, it, that's very strange because like uh, some of the lyrics match the tone. Some of them very much do not match. Yeah, right. uh, <laughs> makes me feel summer yeah. breeze. <laughs> uh, type one. I, I love them, but yeah, when that when that started at the it's the opening credits of I know what you did last summer. Then as I'm watching, I'm like, oh my god, there's so many fucking famous songs in this. Well, not famous, but famous bands doing famous yet. Uh, so are you talking about the TV show or the movie? The movie, right. the original movie. Yeah, and fun fact, the guy who wrote Scream, Kevin Williamson, uh, came right back and then wrote I Know What You Did Last Summer and then came right back and wrote Scream 2. So he had like the three biggest teen <laughs> slasher movies of all time right there in the 90s, back to back to back, and, became, and then he kind of fell off the face of the earth. But he still has affiliation with all the Scream stuff and everything, and I'm sure with the I Know What You Did Last Summer TV show. But yeah, yeah, uh, and you saw Scream last night, right? Yep, went to Scream last night. So good seat in the theater. That op- that, there's so many hearing it surround sound and everything too. Like there's so many things you miss that you don't hear on just your home theater system. Uh, yeah, just little dialogues here and there, a little quick. Yeah, it's, so. It was like one of the uh, first movies that gave voice to all the tropes that people who like watched all those. Oh God, movies. yeah, and then just you could make a list if you took it to a drinking game for that game. You'd be like, and then oh, the best part about watching it, it was a, a sold out theater, and me and Casey and everybody. We're just laughing hysterically at all these different things. Just like, oh, my God, that doesn't exist anymore. Oh, my God, and that. Uh, oh, yeah, and then she dials 911 from her phone because the phone line's cut and every, from her computer and everything. Oh, it's so weird. The VHS, Channel 3. Oh, it was so much fun. Uh, yeah, definitely seen it a million times. So way worth it seeing in the theaters. So way worth it. Uh, what do you got for your next one? So my next one is another song from uh, like inspired by a movie, or maybe this was made for the movie. I don't know about the original one, or it might just be that they created a song this called is Hellraiser. Thirtieth anniversary of the song Hellraiser, and this is being performed by Ozzy Osbourne and Lummy mm-hmm. from Motorhead. Nice. 
Fun facts. So, uh, on Wiki, I guess, uh, so 1991 is when Ozzy released this song for his No More Tears album. And then Motorhead did a recording of this song for Hellraiser 3, Hell on Earth. So the two different songs. But for the 30th anniversary, a new version of Hellraiser was released to commemorate the 30th anniversary. It features a math up, mashup of both Ozzy and Lemmy's vocals in one song. Oh, cool. Yeah, so they used Ozzy's version as the template and then put Lemmy's vocals in with it. So they're, they're <laughs> both for different Hellraiser movies. Well, no, one was just a normal, just Hellra- it's called Hellraiser on No More Tears. Oh, and so, then, so that was like unrelated to the movie. Yep, and then Lemmy also, I guess, did it in 92 for Hellraiser 3. I don't really know <laughs> how that all came about or anything, but yeah, that's that's really cool. That's, oh, uh, that's a pretty cool ma- mashup. And so a video for Hellraiser was made featuring Lemmy playing poker against Pinhead uh, from Hel- the Hellraiser films. So, okay. Yeah, I don't know if the original version of it... Because the personnel, well, I, yeah, I don't know. That, that's pretty sweet, though. <laughs> Good to know. Fun little knowledge. Uh, my next one is by The Specials. And uh, this is just a, 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 it's a cool song, but it's also kind of spooky. It's called Ghost Town by The Specials. That's definitely a band on my bucket list I still want to see. They still tour around every now and then. What do you got for your last one? So my last one is from uh, Gunship, and it's the song. The song is Cthulhu, and this is featuring uh, Corin Hardy. And I chose this one because uh, both it has like uh, the creepy atmospheric music, and also it's got this Lovecraftian monologue about uh, Cthulhu at the beginning of it. So here is Cthulhu from Gunship. I don't know if anybody... Uh painted that picture on there but it's so freaking cool the cthulhu thing there so yeah fuck yeah those old ones were gone now inside the earth and under the sea but their dead bodies are told their secrets and dreams to the first men who formed a cult which has never died was that cult and the prison said it had always existed and always would exist hidden in distant wastes and dark places all over the world until the time when the great priest Cthulhu from his dark house in the mighty city of Relia under the waters should rise and bring the earth again beneath his sway.
that's badass. I like that a lot. That's really cool. Gunship also, yeah, Gunship has that. Uh, they have a lot of cool songs, actually. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, that makes me actually like really want to play D and T right there. Just like <laughs> they, they created a cult, the oldest one. That's so cool. Oh, it would be a it would match up with Call of Cthulhu literally in a box yeah, right? right next to you. Totally, totally. Oh yeah. Uh, my final one is by Houdini, and uh, it is called "The Freaks Come Out at Night." Now when freaks get dressed to go out at night, they like to wear leather jackets, chains and spikes. They wear rips and zippers all in their shirts. Real tight pants and fresh mini skirts. All kinds of colors running through their head. And you could just about spot a freak anywhere. But then again, you could know someone all their life. And might not know their freak unless you see them at night. Cause the freaks come out at night. Say what, The freaks come out at night. The freaks come out at night. The freaks come out. The freaks come out at The place is packed, and when the crowd's like this, I'm ready to rap. But before I could buzz around on the mic, freaks are all over me like white on rice. Freaks come in all shapes, sizes, and colors, but what I like about them most is that they're real good lovers. They do it in the park, they do it in the dark, but most freaks are known for breaking hearts. You can never tell what a freak is thinking of, and you may never catch a freak without at least one glove. If they don't walk, when they step, they strut, and nine times out of ten, they drive you nuts. So take my advice, you don't stand a chance. Freaks are so bad, they got their own dance. So if you want to live a nice, quiet life, do yourself a favor, don't come out at night, cause... God, that's fun. I love that song, actually. <laughs> uh, anything else you'd like to add, sir? Uh, no. I uh, think we, uh, we... I think that was pretty good. Our Halloween... Our Halloween-themed show. It's always fun doing this one. Spooky, spooky. Uh, let's close out the show and find some lunch. Thanks for joining us in this week's episode of Soundwave. New episodes are released every other Thursday. The theme for our next show is Spirit Animals. Now, this is wow. like songs not about not about like lions, tigers, and bears, but like where like the where the animals like serve as like a, a motif in the song. Okay, you got an example? Uh, no. I, <laughs> yeah, the spot there. <laughs> I, I did not have an example. Like, I, but like, where like you're if like so they're using like an animal to describe somebody or okay, like the lady is a tramp type thing. Or I guess technically, like do it like they do on Discovery Channel. That too. Pretty, okay. Pretty, yeah. That, okay. Well. Okay. I get you. Okay. Okay. Oh uh, yeah. All right. Gotcha. So the theme for our next show is spirit animals. That, that's a new one. That's a good one. Uh, for updates and more information about Sound of our shows, go like us on Facebook at Blind Ninja Studios. You can follow us on Twitter at Blind Ninja, Blind underscore Ninja. Flagship show, Department of Defense, is still live every Sunday evening. Come join in the fun at BlindNinjaStudios.com slash live. This show and all of our other ones are available to stream on our website at BlindNinjaStudios.com, or you can subscribe on iTunes so you never miss a show. Uh, if you just can't get enough Soundwave or Blind Ninja Studios, you should help support us. At the bottom of our homepage, click on Patreon and sign up. It works like a monthly donation service where you can pledge any amount that works for you, even though it's a buck. Also, if you're doing your shopping on Amazon, don't forget to stop by our homepage first and click on the Amazon link at the bottom. Do all your shopping like you normally do when we check out. Amazon kicks a little money towards us. It doesn't cost you anything. It's pretty cool. Uh, questions, comments, any kind of feedback, email us at feedback at blindnijastudios.com or even easier, message us on Facebook. We'll see you again in two weeks. Oh,